Welcome to Redbird Buzz. I'm John Twork from University Marketing and Communications. Our guest today is Elizabeth Reed, the Director of the Office of Sustainability at Illinois State University. Elizabeth earned a bachelor's degree from the University of Cincinnati and a Master of Arts in Fashion Apparel Design from Savannah College of Art and Design. She then arrived at Illinois State in 2008 to become a Fashion Design and Merchandising Instructional Assistant Professor, a position she held until assuming her current role leading the Office of Sustainability in 2019. It's my pleasure to welcome Elizabeth Reed to Redbird Buzz. What's the word, Redbird? Tell us a little about your journey to Illinois State and to becoming director of the Office of Sustainability, Elizabeth. Well, thank you so much for having me here today. Uh, this is really exciting. Um, I do have kind of an untraditional path as far as getting to you know arrive in this position. Um, sometimes people think, well, how in the world did you go from architecture and fashion design to sustainability? But actually, within the fashion industry, uh, sustainability is becoming more and more something that we really need to consider and think about. Um, and I learned that uh, along the way through my research and teaching within fashion design and merchandising here at, at Illinois State. Um, one of the things being that the fashion industry is one of the world's biggest polluters. So, um, you know, and then even back to thinking about architecture with building materials and uh, using the land appropriately, it was all kind of connected. And so when this position opened up, it was very exciting to think about taking sustainability at, uh, across the campus and to so many other majors beyond the, the fashion department. And uh, so here I am today. <laughs> and we're coming to you from the Office of Sustainability uh, just a few steps away from the Bones Student Center on that end of the campus. Um, we, we hear the word sustainability a lot, I think, uh, but what what does sustainability mean? Yeah, right. It is kind of a buzzword, yeah. right, in many ways. Um, and uh, if you look it up, you probably would find lots of different definitions. Um, actually, um, within the last year or so, we had a, a task force of about 30 different faculty, staff, and students help us uh, to develop our first campus-wide sustainability strategic plan. And as part of that, we work together to define the definition of sustainability and what that means here at ISU. So I can read this to you a little bit. It's kind of a mouthful. Try to break it down sure. um, so it's a little bit more uh, understandable. But our definition is, at Illinois State University, we define sustainability as a practice to which we consider the implications of our individual and collective actions. So thinking about what you're doing just as an individual, how you're consuming, and then collectively, what does that look like? The interconnectivity among people and ecosystems coexisting within communities and across the globe. So again, those choices that we make, those implications, what does it mean for the Bloomington Normal community? What does it mean for individuals across the globe as we purchase products all across <laughs> our world? Mm -hmm. And then, and a vision for an equitable and thriving planet for generations to come. Of course, we want ISU to be around for many, many years and all future Redbirds. And so thinking about what does the campus look like for them? What does our world look like for them? So thinking about um, those implications in the present and then very far in the future as well. 
sustainability is an important part of the Illinois State mission uh, and has been for quite some time. Can you tell us about the, the history of the Office of Sustainability uh, and, and its current mission and, and uh, perhaps where it's looking to, to go in the future? Sure. The Office of Sustainability started in 2011 uh, with President Bowman, but before that we had a very um, passionate and engaged group of faculty and staff called the Green Team, and so they did some really exciting work, even just starting recycling in the 80s and then you know, planting different trees as we can see how beautiful our fellow arboretum is and that commitment along the way. Um, they also had a local foods dinner, and so it really just kind of, you know, uh, then eventually became a need for an Office of Sustainability, and that's what we have today. And moving forward, our sustainability strategic plan is um, our, really our roadmap for the future, and that's been really exciting to put that together with a group, you know, a group of different faculty, staff, and students from all over campus, all different areas, representing su sustainability in their departments or units. And so that really is where we see our future. Is now we've developed certain goals and commitments, and we can use, you know, all of the, our different campus partners to help us implement those goals. When it comes to sustainability, something that strikes me is small actions that individuals can take can make a big impact. And so students on campus here and faculty and staff as well can uh, participate in those kind of small actions and, and some big actions too um, uh, through the Office of Sustainability. Can you talk about some of the opportunities uh, for members of the Illinois State campus? Uh, it seems to me like there's uh, sort of a, a waste reduction category mm -hmm. and then an education category and also an engagement category. Sure. Uh, let, let's start with uh, waste reduction and some of the different programs and engagement opportunities you have for, for the campus community. Sure. One of our more exciting ones and new on campus as far as waste reduction is composting. And so even though those are, yeah, different categories as far as, you know, waste reduction or education engagement, they overlap in so many ways. Sure. And so, um, Composting is something that some students might be familiar with, but a lot might not be familiar with. So we want to make sure that if we're introducing something on campus, we want to make sure that our students are really educated on and informed on this topic so that they can um, they can participate in a meaningful way and then hopefully be able to do this, you know, moving forward as well in their life. So um, uh, composting is something that we've had at ISU for many, many years, way before I was in this position. Um, but it was at the back of house behind our dining centers and and it's you know it's food waste so it's it's gross and stinky and that kind of thing so it's not uh -huh. something that we really want to you know advertise put on the front of a magazine or anything like that but at the same time it's really really great work so when i learned that we were composting in our dining centers i did want to <laughs> you know advertise that to showcase that to everyone because it's really incredible how much food waste we are diverting from landfill already. But it was behind the scenes, and so it was something, you know, trying to communicate to others about what we were doing, and then thinking, okay, well, we're already doing this. How can we expand those efforts and allow for the rest of our campus to participate in composting as well? And in fact, I did have a lot of faculty and staff asking for ways that they could compost at, you know, at ISU, or they've got some a banana peel or coffee grounds from their office or that type of thing. Where can I compost this? Um, in addition, our dining centers have, um, our takeout containers for our students have mm. always been, for the 10 plus years, have been compostable takeout containers. We are technically a foam-free campus, so we do not pur purchase styrofoam. We shouldn't be pur purchasing styrofoam, and um, 
So our takeout containers could be composted if mm. we had, you know, the, the capability of doing that. So about a year ago, we partnered with our compost hauler, Better Earth Logistics, that are based in Peoria, just 45 minutes from campus. And um, we set up compost kiosks across our campus in three different locations. And this is an opportunity for anyone here on campus to be able to use those kiosks. Um, but we were also concerned, what are they going to throw in there? What are the students, are they going to be prepared to be able to, you know, know what you can put in there? You know, beyond food waste, you can, you can put all of these compostable products in there. What do that, what does that look like? And, you know, does this go in there? Does that not go in there? So what we did was we developed a quiz, a very easy little quiz, um, but informative quiz quiz on our website. So if you want to participate in the composting program, then you would just go onto our website. You take the five question quiz. Even if you get all the answers wrong, you still get moved along on the quiz <laughs> because we want it, we want it to be accessible. But when you do get the answer wrong, we tell you what the answer is right there. So you quickly learn, okay, this, this kind of item doesn't go in the compost and this does. And so we try to break it down and again, educate them so that they feel empowered to be able to use the compost kiosks on campus. So this is something just as an example, I think across the university that, Hey, this is something ISU has been doing for a long time, right? And now we've expanded it. Now we can expand it even further. What else are we doing across campus that might be behind the scenes or somebody's doing in a classroom that we could, you know, expand and grow even further? So composting has been a great example of that as far as waste reduction, but also, you know, strengthening what we're already really doing. Sure. And a number of other programs uh, that, that students and faculty and staff can engage in. Uh, tell us uh, about Fix It Friday, Pass It On, Share Shop. Those are all kind of interconnected yeah. in a way, right? And yeah. also incorporate your background in, in fashion and yeah. merchandising. Absolutely. Yeah, Fix It Friday was something that I actually started when I was teaching in the fashion design and merchandising program and was excited to take that with me here to the sustainability office and expand our reach again a little bit more too. So Fix It Friday is a free clothing repair service. Um, open on Fridays, obviously. Um, in the past, we've traveled all around Bloomington Normal, um, coffee shops, libraries, all that kind of stuff, and just set up sewing machines, and we fix whatever people need for free. The idea being that, you know, um, we're kind of quick to discard things. Going back to that principle of if, it, if it's broke, let's fix it, right? And um, so, um, and, and clothing, you know, students might not have the capability of sewing that button on. They might not have the thread and the needle and all that kind of stuff. Maybe they even, they know how to do it, but they don't have the, the supplies. Um, also, um, you know, it gives our students an opportunity, whether it be they are fashion students or students that just are able to sew, the, the um, ability to give back and uh, communicate that message of repair as well. Um, so Fix It Friday is one part of that. You mentioned a couple others. The, the Share Shop is a, a fairly new store that we have here on campus, a partnership with Student Government Association. Um, students approached us with a great idea of having a resource sharing free store, kind of a thrift store for our campus. And it has really just taken off in the last year. Um, so it is open uh, throughout the week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And we have all kinds of clothing items, shoes, accessories that have all been donated to us from the campus, from students, faculty, staff, and also from the community as well that donate to our office. Um, and then our students put, a, put them all on display in a, in a great little shop. And then students can come and 
quote unquote shop because it's all free, right? Um, right. For any of those items, we have um, household supplies, bedding, uh, school supplies, beyond just um, you know clothing and that type of thing. We have a variety of clothing, some casual things, but also a lot of career clothing. Our most popular items are definitely Redbird apparel. That mm-hmm. whenever anybody donates Redbird <laughs> anything, those go really really quickly. Um, and so um, that's been a huge success, and it's really exciting to see um, the students working the shop and then students coming in as well. Again, it's that message of reuse, and then if there is something in the shop that you know is missing a button, then they can go right across the – they're right next to each other, Fix It Friday, and um, the share shop both have a little uh, space in our office, and they can get items repaired right there. So it's that's a great collaboration amongst those things. Um, Oftentimes, students will, you know, say, I want to participate in sustainability. I, I want to be more sustainable, but shopping for sustainable clothing is more expensive if it's organic cotton or sure. that type of thing. But what we like to say is that you know, it's actually not. Shopping secondhand is one of the easiest things you can do to be sustainable. And guess what? It's free at the share shop. Yeah. <laughs> so it really is for everyone. It's not, you know, it's it's for it, it's for all of our students to be able to come here and participate in sustainable shopping experience. Sure. Yeah. And, and, and some of those items are collected uh, through Pass It On as well, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So um, not only just the donations that we receive throughout the year, but also we have an incredible program at ISU that is called Pass It On. And this is one of those programs that have been around for a really long time, too. It started with a social work class. The students were just really over 20 years ago, actually. Um, that were just really, you know, frustrated with seeing how many things were being thrown out at move out. So uh, they put together, they worked with housing and uh, a couple other groups on campus and put donation bins outside in the lobbies of each of our residence halls. So as the students are moving out, they can donate any of those gently used items, even some, you know, uh, non-perishable food and things mm. that maybe they didn't get to either. And then we take all of those items now for the share shop. And then also because it's so many items, we will also work with some local community, um, you know, organizations for those as donations as well. So yeah, really, we really are trying to divert as much as we can from uh, landfill. And in fact, last year, after collecting a bunch of items from Move Out, we did a big front yard free cycle event where we put all of our items that we received from uh, move out out onto the front lawn of our sustainability office and students during welcome week were able to come and just again take anything they wanted for free we had little mini fridges and um, you know the t- uh, rubbermaid drawer type of organizers that are great for dorms little lamps all kinds of you know laundry hampers mirrors so we're hoping to do that where we're planning on doing that again this year and hope it'll be even bigger and better during welcome week um, as we, you know, live and learn from last year and can advertise next year. So, yeah, very I, exciting. I think uh, I stopped by that and uh, saw someone walking away with an air hockey table. Oh, you yes. know, so we had an air hockey table. You're right. I know. It, you never know what, you know. Some of the community had donated some items as well from apartments. And so we really would love for that to be, you know, as students are moving out of the, the residence hall, sometimes, you know, they're taking a train or – they're traveling or something and or they know they're going to live in an apartment next year that they're not going to need that little mini fridge yeah. uh, but they only used it for nine months so well you know why not give it back to another redbird you know who could use it next year and 
And so we really encourage those students who came to that free cycle too. Hey, when you move out and you're done, we'll take it back, you know, so we can reuse that next year as well. Really trying to create that culture for our students, you know, to think about those things and, and then hopefully they can take that out wherever they go as well. And that culture extends into educational opportunities yeah. as well. Uh, and, and you have some excellent opportunities, including sustainability city tours. There's one coming up uh, in Zurich, Switzerland. Uh, that sounds yes. <laughs> fantastic and uh, really interesting. Tell me about that. Yeah, sure. This is something that actually I wanted to start when I started in this position, but then, you know, that thing called COVID happened. <laughs> right. We couldn't really travel places, but um, I think, you know, getting our students out and seeing, uh, exposing them to, you know, different areas of the world um, and how other, um, you know, cities, communities, cultures, how people, you know, live and their different choices and, um, could really make a great impact on them for their future and then how, what they, you know, their future careers and that type of thing and their decisions that they make moving forward. Um, so we, yeah, we built this program called sustainable city tours where we are, uh, choosing different sustainable, the, you know, the most sustainable cities across the world and going to those cities and learning from them. Um, and so while we do make a little bit of a carbon footprint by traveling to them, um, we are looking at ways to offset some of that too, where we do some service or donations and things in that, in those local areas or here, you know, um, places in need as well. Um, but the, the, the idea is really that we will be visiting with different, different, um, organizations, companies, um, one of the places that we're visiting in Zurich is Okotex, which is if you buy, um, you know, like a towel at Target or something. Yeah. A lot of times on the label, it'll have a little tag on there that says Okotex on mm. it. And this is a certification process for sustainable textiles. And so um, the, that particular brand of towels or sheets or whatever it might be has had to go through a pretty rigorous process of how that fabric was created, whether it be the dye that it was used or the people that are putting those products together. So that's going to be really exciting to learn from that company and the different organizations that they work with. Um, so we'll be doing, you know, that type of visit where we're visiting with, with um, companies and then also um, some local organizations and just really trying to understand how... Um, that that city you know why is it the most sustainable city in the world and that one of the most sustainable cities in the world and and what can we bring back here um each evening of our tours too we will do kind of a reflection it's easy for the students you know in those situations to think like oh why can't we be like that there's no you know maybe get down and uh, there's not much hope for us what are we you know but i really want them to be empowered i want to flip that idea and think okay this is what zurich's doing we're not Zurich, right? But what can we take from these trips and we can bring back to Bloomington Normal and, and, and implement in our own way, right? So those, those conversations will be really great on the, on the trip. Um, moving forward, we have another one to um, Reykjavik in January. So we're going to continue to go to the, these exciting, sustainable places and get inspired. And who are the students who are on these trips? Uh, do you have to be a specific major or involved in some kind of level with the Office of Sustainability? No, absolutely not. I mean, it really, any student can apply to be a part of the trip. We have a max right now of about 12 students to go on each of the trips. 
Um, and we'll see if that, you know, changes or grows. We can adapt. But right now it's 12 students, and they really represent so many different areas of campus. And that that's the same for our student interns in our office. I have students that are marketing majors. I have students that are in sustainable majors maybe, right, with one of our, like a sustainable renewable energy major or uh, maybe in a student uh, environmental health. Um, but I also have students that are um, a music education major or uh, graphic design, uh, fashion design. Um, it, it really, it, it really is, uh, you know, a um, they're they're from everywhere, and it really says, you know, how sustainability is is really everywhere on our campus and in our world. Yeah. And a way that you can sort of uh, engage with those various disciplines is through uh, something called a rolling garden, where you can <laughs> literally like roll it to any classroom. To t tell me about yeah. that. that. That's another new project, right? Right. Yeah. This was actually another student initiative as well, which is really exciting when they come to us with these different ideas. Uh, partnered with a horticulture professor here on at ISU um, to come up with this idea of really. It's a yeah. It's exactly what it is. is a rolling garden. It is a garden that is um, grown under an LED light, so you could have it in a classroom with no windows and still grow, you know, mm. basil and all kinds of things. Um, and so we have actually have three of them, and they can. Um, one of them right now is in our office, and then we have a two, um, a couple other places on campus. One is in a residence hall, and then I think the other one is in a classroom right now. And um, yeah, they can grow. You know, you can, you know, as far as the class or the residence hall, they can kind of say, these are the things we'd like to see growing in here. Um, if it is a classroom, they might be able to use what's in there, depending on what their mission is. Um, but for like the residence hall example, it's really just, you know, allowing um, for the students that maybe are not familiar with how certain plants grow to get, uh, you know, a look at that, have a part in it, watering it and, that, and caring for it. Um, and seeing, you know, it growing under LED lights is unique as well. Um, and it's just, you know, in the middle of January and February, also nice to see something green <laughs> growing <laughs> indoors as well. So it has all kinds of different missions and so many opportunities, you know, for people to be able to use those gardens as well. Students who are uh, intrigued by uh, sustainability, uh, you know, that it seems like they get more and more involved the more that mm -hmm. they find out. And, and there's opportunities for them to sort of grow that passion here um, through in, engagement opportunities, registered student organizations. There's the Student Sustainability Committee uh, and then also the Green Team. Can, can you just talk about some of those uh, engagement opportunities for students and also faculty and staff here on campus? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So, yeah, there's so many uh, great registered student organizations. We Mentioned Fix It Friday is one of those as well. The students, uh, you know, if they have any kind of sewing ability, just basic sewing ability, they can be a part of that. But also um, the Student Sustainability Committee that you um, had uh, brought up, that one um, is, a, is a great committee to be involved with and really hosts a lot of important events that we host ac across campus. Um, one being our Earth Day breakfast that's coming up. It was sold out very quickly, but mm -hmm. um, we have a different uh, keynote speaker each year and the committee is really the group that helps to sponsor that and put that on um, and features local sustainable foods and just a really great inspiring message from a speaker that we are bringing in. Um, but they also host the zero waste tailgates that we have each fall and that's another event, um, but also an opportunity for our community to learn about sustainability in a really fun way and for our students to engage with the community um, 
and to, to talk with them about, you know, sustainability at, at ISU and, well, we're just having fun, right? We're getting ready to cheer on the Redbirds and having fun at a tailgate, and uh, but we're doing it in this super responsible way, mm-hmm. um, and the students have been such a great uh, model for that, and that committee has really helped um, to, you know, Show our campus how you can have fun, but still be res- you know responsible with what you're consuming and how you're discarding it. So that's been a great committee for students to be involved with. We have several others: Sustainable State, a Horticulture Club, um, Brown Boots, which is another newer organization on campus for hiking and getting outdoors. Um, and so there's yeah, there's just so much, and um, it's very exciting to see the students come up with these ideas and the cleanup events. Um, uh, Student Environmental Health Association is hosting a big cleanup for Earth Day. So they're very active, and uh, we can barely keep up with them. <laughs> it's really exciting. I mean, it all sounds so impressive. Uh, can, can you provide, a, a, a from, from your vantage point, um, uh, how Illinois State is uh, distinguishing itself? It seems like Illinois State is dis- distinguishing itself. Uh, how uh, are you distinguishing uh, yourself in this office as a sustainability leader? Yeah. Um, so there are different um, ways that we can do that through um, some reporting mechanisms. Um, right now, um, you know, after COVID, it was just, you know, really tough to get kind of back in the groove with the students engaged. And so now we've, we kind of feel like we've hit that, you know, a good uh, pace now. And yeah. so um, you know, we can start to look at more reporting now that we're kind of back in gear with the students and ev- events and activities that we're doing. So um, uh, one of the things that's very exciting as um, this, this time of year, as with Arbor Day coming up at the end of April, we are a certified tree campus um, higher education, ca- certified tree campus higher ed, <laughs> wow. um, which is very uh, kind of a mouthful for yeah. um, meaning that we really take uh, our, our, you know, our campus um, the, the trees and the arboretum and our grounds, uh, we, we treat it with, you know, the utmost of care and are constantly wanting to, you know, plant more trees and think about the canopy in that way. We've also, um, it, it's exciting just in Bloomington's Normal that Bloomington is a tree city, mm-hmm. the town of Normal is a tree city, um, and so we can work together with each of those groups as well to, um, to you know, better ourselves. Um, the other, you know, thing that we, we do a lot is uh, participating in uh, different conferences and showcasing what we're doing. So we look forward to doing that in uh, the fall. Um, and there are some different ratings and things that kind of go along with that. And we'll be submitting those reports as well. So for our listeners uh, across the country, uh, many alumni uh, listen to, to Redbird Buzz. Uh, they, they might think that all of this sounds really exciting, but it's really far from wherever they're at. Uh, but can you provide some, some insight as, as to how uh, anyone anywhere, whether you're uh, right here on campus or uh, in California or across uh, uh, in, a, in a different continent, can uh, p- potentially uh, incorporate sustainable practices into their into their lives to make an impact. Yeah, sure. Um, one of the things that we can just to start to do is is just being aware of kind of what we're consuming. Um, you know, our lives are so busy and hectic, and we just kind of go about things. And this is the way I've done it, kind 
of mode in many ways. So maybe kind of taking an audit of your choices. This can look like um, just looking at the labels of the clothing in your closet to see what they're made of and who who, who made your clothes, you know, mm-hmm. asking some of those questions. We do that a lot at the grocery store, you know, wanting to look about, you know, our local supporting local farmers and those types of things. What about some of the other products that we purchase and where did they come from? How, how far did they take to get there? Um, and then, you know, um, trying to think about and maybe a better way, a better solution. And as we mentioned before, shopping sustainable, or, you know, shopping sustainability, sustainably doesn't need to be, um, you know, expensive. It can just be secondhand. So, um, that could be one way. Um, so just kind of auditing, auditing some of our behaviors, um, and then incorporating some things like composting. Even if you live, you know, we tell our students that if they are um, living in an apartment, or in even the residence hall, that type of thing, and their roommates like, oh, that's gross. I don't want, you know, to, if, if our students can compost, then others can as well kind of idea. That what, one of the things that we recommend for them to do is to compost in their freezer. And so um, you can easily put a you know paper bag or something like that in your freezer to start kind of a compost bin. So even if you're mm. in an apartment or a city sort of space like that, and you, so then you can take that compost if you have that opportunity to be able to compost in your community to take that you know the the compost from your freezer and just dump it in the compost that your community offers. Good. That might be an opportunity as well. Very good tips. Um, it, it, this all becomes kind of top of mind, I think, this time of year. Earth Day is coming up on Saturday, April the 22nd. Uh, and, and it really is a good opportunity for, for folks to kind of take a, a step back and think about sustainability and think about our planet. Um, do you have any activities or even traditions that, that you would uh, suggest folks consider uh, in, in order to celebrate Earth Day? Yeah, I think get outside, right? Yeah. Get outside and enjoy Mother Nature, even if it's whatever the weather is, right? Enjoy it for what, what it is and what the earth gives us every day. Um, I think being outside on Earth Day is one of the just just enjoying and saying thank you and being grateful for the air we breathe and the water we drink and uh, the the soil that we're standing on. So if there is an act, you know, as far as planting a tree or working on your garden that day or just taking a walk and, you know, admiring the birds or whatever. And yeah, go hug a tree, right? (laughs) (laughs) There's not a better time of year to do it than right now. That's for sure. Um, uh, Elizabeth Reed, the director of the Office of Sustainability, has been our guest today. Uh, Elizabeth, before we let you go, uh, I expect that uh, a lot of our listeners, uh, some may have not even known that this office existed. Others might be really familiar with it. But but for anyone who wants to get connected, uh, what's a great way for them to to get connected with the office? Sure. Well, we um, over the last year or two, we've completely redesigned our website. So it is up to date and has lots of great information. So if you have the time, I encourage you to just, you know, hop onto our website, sustainability.illinoisstate.edu, and check out all the different programs. There are some links on there about ways to get involved as well. And our social media is fairly active as well. So it's um, on Instagram or Facebook, Sustain ISU, along with Fix It Friday and the Share Shop. Those have some great social media pages too. So those are some fun ways to kind of stay engaged with us. I suspect for listeners who are within the Bloomington Normal area, they might want to know how they could donate to the Share Shop. Is that uh, a possibility? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Uh, especially Redbird Apparel, we're always yeah. looking for. <laughs> they have some items like that, so you can donate to our office. We're located at 305 North School Street. 
Um, and Monday through Friday, 8 to 4.30, donate you know, any items there, and we'll put them in the share shop. Wonderful. Elizabeth Reed, thank you so much uh, for your time. Uh, happy Earth Day. <laughs> happy and... Earth Day to you, too. <laughs> happy Earth Month, year, yes. everything. Earth Day is every day yeah. at ISU. <laughs> I'm going to go hug a tree now and enjoy the beautiful, <laughs> the beautiful world we live in. Thank you, That's Elizabeth. Great. Thank you. was Elizabeth Reed, the Director of the Office of Sustainability at Illinois State University. For more information, visit sustainability.illinoisstate.edu. Thanks for listening to Redbird Buzz, and be sure to tune in next time for more stories from Beyond the Quad.